Is better than CMOS, you think? Whoa, 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 whoa. Seventy-five. All right, I'm down to try it. It's not going to replace my sea moss. I'm still going to drink my sea moss. Well, bladderwrack and sea moss combined, when you take them together, you're getting all the, you're basically all the minerals your body needs. Well, there's uh, there's pill forms, there's gel forms, like uh, the process of making sea moss, you got to soak it overnight in alkaline water. And then, no, it's not, it's not chemistry at all. But I, I did, I did well in chemistry as a, in high school, only in high school. Eighth grade. Yeah, Google is, Google is wrong. I started playing basketball in eighth grade. Um, before then, no, I, I was uh, all basketball and boxing before then. And I'm, I met Ali when I was, I met Ali when I was five years old at his training camp in Pennsylvania. Really? I mean, how, I, I, I felt like Muhammad Ali is one of the most universally revered athletes of all time. I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember him saying anything. I don't remember him saying anything against uh, Jewish people. Wait, you heard Muhammad Ali say something about Jewish people? No, you can't. Well, you can't say that because there's no proof of it. Well, he he's the most beloved uh, person, athlete of all time, because of what he stood for. That 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 is that is a fact. That is not disputable. Uh, it's not up for debate. That's Muhammad Ali. He was bigger than life. He what he stood for and the way he uh, took us. Like what you don't understand is most athletes, like 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 Nas said in a song, most athletes today are scared to make Muhammad Ali statements. And, and what he and what he meant by that is they're they're not they're afraid to say what they really want to say because they're afraid what might happen to them on the repercussion. Muhammad Ali didn't care. And he gave up his, the prime of his career. He gave up the prime of his career for something he believed in, like that he stood on. And that in itself is, you know, and he, he he's in the same ilk of Jim Brown, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 
Bill Russell, the late, great Bill Russell, all those guys stood for something that was bigger than the sport itself. And they were uh, uh, beyond pioneers and trailblazers for athletes, black athletes of today. So, um, of course. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but did you watch did you watch the last dance? Did you watch did you watch the last dance? Last dance. Well, if you'd watch the last dance, Michael Michael Jordan explained why he said what he said. Well, he explained it. He said because I wasn't into politics. I wasn't well versed in that. So I couldn't take a stance. What? It's not an excuse. It's a fact. When you're that, when you're that driven, you're that good in your sport, and that's all you care about. You're that singularly focused. That's how you become Michael Jordan, the most revered athlete in terms of accomplishments on the court of all time, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because he he chose to do that. What I'm saying is, Michael Jordan chose to just be right here. I'm an athlete. I felt like Michael Jordan explained himself beautifully on the last dance in terms of why he, why he didn't take a political stance, why he even almost went against his mom in that situation because he just said, I didn't know enough about the guy. My mom wanted me to back a guy. He didn't know enough about him. But I, I felt like, you know, he explained himself thoroughly on the last dance. <laughs> well, it's not Michael. It's, it's not Gretzky either. It's, it's no. Well, well, no. It was, it, that 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 was being said years ago. I, I've never heard that from Gretzky. I've heard that when I was a kid. Like at, at basketball camps and stuff. Yeah, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I was hearing that way back then. Yeah, so like that's not that's not Gretzky per se. It just it was just it's just a saying. It's just a saying. Watch who? I've never seen that show in my life. Yeah. I watch I watch Sanford and Son. That's that's like the funniest show to ever. Yeah, well, that's a problem. I can't believe you don't know Sanford and Son. I know you only watch basketball, but like Sanford and Son is like uh, the longest running uh, syndicated show on TV because it started in like 1970 and it's still on. That's crazy. Huh? It's on all channels. It's just like, you know, Sanford and Sons. It's Red Fox. It's the Richard Pryor was the writer. Paul Mooney's hilarious show. Like,
I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan because of uh, Tony Dorsett. That's my mom's team, so that's a, that's the team I watched growing up. Tony Dorsett has a, a, a jersey for zero dollars? Yep. Yep. Important. Uh, uh. Well, well, for me, it's uh, first and foremost is uh, getting my jersey retired. That, that was just, that lives on forever, Hank. It was crazy. So to have my jersey hanging up there with the Pantheon of Greats of Syracuse is, is just incredible. And then obviously getting drafted. Wow, what are you what are you talking about? National championship. He won a national championship, scored two thousand points, thousand rebounds. McNamara, yeah. He scored he scored two thousand points. McNamara and Warwick are both getting their jerseys retired this year. Yeah, actually, I had to go back and get my degree. Uh, when, when I sociology, honestly, it was more. It was it was more so for my mom, and then knowing what I wanted to do with uh, sociology and moving forward, working with kids, and it was going to be important for me to be able to talk to them from the standpoint of being a college graduate. So. not talking to him about it, but being about it. So I went back and honestly, the, my favorite class I ever t took at Syracuse was his archaeology class. And we studied Harriet Tubman's house and up in Auburn, New York. She's, a, she's the bravest person to ever walked the planet. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so that um doing that doing that class at her uh at, at her house was incredible. Learned a lot about her that I didn't know. Yeah, at her house in Auburn, New York. Yeah, and um, you know, it was, it was incredible. Uh Professor Armstrong, Doug Armstrong up at Syracuse, he's still He's still he's still doing uh, those great archaeology classes. He he takes 
Yeah, he's older. He's an old professor, but like he takes classes to like Jamaica and like he does like. I'm sure your dad knows him. Uh, you know if he. Yeah, but Professor Armstrong's been there a while, and he's well known, and he's he's always he's like the cool professor. He's a white professor, but he's a no, yeah, he's white, but he's a cool professor. So he really got along with everyone, and our uh, he made the class really like easy and fun. I mean, what year was that? I went back and got my degree. Two thousand. Nine, ten. Yeah, definitely. I think it's 2009. 2009. Yeah. Well, for me, it's, uh, that's like your main job as a parent in terms of getting, getting your, Getting your college, getting your kids to college, and and if you're in a position, if you're in a, if you're in a position to pay for your kids to make sure they graduate from college with no debt, then you're giving them just su such an enormous head start. What? John May twenty second. Joey's September second. Uh, Nia July eighteenth. Uh, yeah, Nia's at Spelman. Uh, Jojo October twenty third, and Jade May twenty fourth. Would you say? Jade. Yeah, JoJo's in high school. He's a boy. Yeah. No. He's he's done. He went to college down in Hillsborough. Down in uh he uh he's coaching at my old high school, his old high school. He runs his own AAU program. Yeah, he's a Dallas fan, of course. Yeah. Of course he's a Knicks fan and Syracuse. Baseball? Uh we we're not we're not we're not big in baseball. I mean I like the Yankees, but like we're not like, you know. Neither Nia's gonna Nia just wants to be chauffeured around. She wants to be a big big time CEO. When she worked at IEX, she's gonna uh be applying for an NBA internship this summer. Um for who? Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Well um she Yeah, you are you are one of the craziest Knicks people I've ever met.
Yeah, you are talk you are like talking to a guy. That's like a compliment. <laughs> I guess you don't know how to pick them yet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird when it's weird when people aren't into sports at all. Like when you don't know anything about sports. It's weird. No, baseball is cool. He got game. Uh, actually, I went to the auditions with Spike Lee, uh, myself. Ninety-seven, right after my rookie year. Actually, I was drafted in '96, the greatest draft of all time. Yeah, you're way off, young lady. You need to do. You shouldn't be on your. You shouldn't be on your own show and not not knowing what's going on. Yeah, but it was 96, the greatest draft of all time. Never to be confused with 98. No, it wasn't it wasn't a favorite thing. I, I went in audition and got and got my spot. I earned my spot. Practice, I mean, uh Spike offered an acting coach for all of us. And yeah, myself, Walter McCarty, uh, Ray Allen, and Travis Best. We were all in the movie. What are you talking? You never saw it? So Ray, Ray, Ray Allen is the star of the movie. What you don't realize is today's NBA, mo most of those guys, and uh, especially the guys, especially the guys in like their their thirties or whatever, they they came up on that he got game movie, like that's their movie. So I, you know, you don't realize that until you run into those guys. Yeah, he got games like a cult classic, and I'm still getting checks for that every month. I get checks. Mike Lee said, give me, give, me, give me everything you got on every scene, and in this movie will pay you the rest of your life. And he didn't lie. And I remind him every time I see him, I'm running to him at the garden. Thank you, Spike. I appreciate that. They're not big checks, but a check is better than a bill. For real. So I got about five more minutes, young lady. 
You're, you're frozen now. I don't know what's going on. I can hear you, but you're frozen. Yes. Oh no, I'm not. I don't like to, you know, speak on everything. I just like to keep it. Yeah. Uh, well, well, just being around the right people and, le and learning how to um, invest. And you always want to invest with people who either have as much money or more more money than you. Well, the trust is already like that's the first part. Like that, you don't even you're not even getting to that level if there's no trust. But you want to get involved with people who have as much money or more more money than you and more business acumen than you possess. I know. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. I know a couple of CMOS people that are like fucking killing. Or, oh, my bad. I know that a couple a couple of CMOS uh, people are like really, really killing it. I just. It's just not my thing, you know. No. Haley, who? No, I don't know who she is. Well, I know who Justin Bieber is. I don't know who I don't know who his wife is. Well, CMOS is incredible. I mean, it's It's come to the forefront since the pandemic because everyone realized how good it is for your immune system and fighting, keeping you healthy. Yeah, and like CMOS keeps your immune system right and functioning properly in the way it's supposed to. That's part of it because a lot of people just focus on the vitamins. You don't focus enough on the minerals and you need the, the uh, amalgamation of those two. of the minerals and the vitamins is what keeps your body and your immune system strong. It's not one or the other. You need both. Philanthropic, if you're going to say that word, you got to say it properly. <laughs> well, Heavenly Productions, um, you know, I've been on that board for a long time. Well, I, I have, I have, a, right now I'm happy with what we're doing with Heavenly Productions. The 
CEO Kathy Riley Fallon, her her husband Jay Fallon, they're just great people. We've been working with them for years. Uh, give we've we've given out probably twenty thousand backpacks with filled with school supplies and teddy bears to uh, when, when Hurricane could, when when Sandy hit and. No, honestly, we don't need anything. We got like we got enough product. We just we're always looking for more schools. We're we're donating all over the. You know, we send stuff to Haiti, Rwanda. Um, so it's been great. Nice, and and also being a part of uh part of uh the Garden of Dreams has been incredible. With what MSG does with the Garden of Dreams is just you know, beyond words in terms of, you know, trying to change people's lives and making their lives better and helping families, kids and all that is just incredible. The Garden of Dreams. Well, because I don't have as much time, you know, I just I, I got a lot of things I'm doing already. So, well, I can't I can't start something and then start it and be half half into it. No, no. No, 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 no. You don't have to. You don't have to give me something else on my plate. I got enough on my plate. Trust me. <laughs> well, no. It just. It, it's just. Uh, it's not one particular thing. It's just you know, uh, the the compilation of things that you have to take care of and do. You know, it's. Uh, oh, knowing that life is good and my kids are good and my my job. It's great, you know. My favorite artist is Nas. Nas is the dopest rapper on the planet. Oh, the concert's February 24th at the Garden. That's going to be dope. Um, that's going to be a dope show. I don't know if I'm going to that concert, uh, but because I... Cause I might have, I might have to work. Actually, I'm working that because uh, it's on the 24th. I'll be working a game in Washington D.C. But I've seen I've seen Nas in concert about ten times. What are you talking about? I don't know about that one. February 24th at Washington. Well, that's your problem. So you're, 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 you're not, you're, you're misinformed. We played February 24th at, at, in Washington. I got, I got about one more minute though. Okay. I can't see you. I've already seen Nas. I've seen Nas ten times. Nas came and did my draft party in '96 in Rochester. Yeah, that's when we. Yeah, that's when we hung out first time '96. That's before he's really big. He was still kind of coming up. At, at that time, yes, definitely, he was riding around in my Range Rover.
I I I I could tell you what I said to him. I told them all they fucked me. It was uh those are all bad, you know, calls. There was three really bad calls, very questionable. Absolutely, but you know, it's it is it is what it is. No, I don't. It don't, it don't bother me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't hate anyone. You know, uh, I, I hated. I, I hated every school that we played against when we played against them because that's just where I'm wired. But like, I don't hate them now. Jealous? Why? Ah, uh, he 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 brought he brought it he brought the title home for us. We we love him for that. I remember talking to Melo and Coach Bayheim and everyone in the locker room that night when they won it. I was, yeah, I, 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 no, I didn't, I didn't cry, but I, I hurt my wrist because I jumped so high, and I forgot I was in a condo. And I wasn't home, and I hit my wrist in the ceiling of the condo I was staying in in Florida when I was working out. But uh, I remember I, Mike Hopkins called me, and I talked to everyone in the locker room that right after we won the national championship. It was incredible. I mean, just such a surreal moment, you know. You know, just, you know, we just talked about, like, how he, you know, we finally got one for the Cuse. Like, you know, just finally, because we need it. And I got close, and Derek got close, but Melo brought it home. So it was all good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I would love for him to be signed right now, but you know what? Do you, what are you, you going to do? Uh, you know that. Yeah, but you. But yeah, but like you know, McBride is a, a lockdown defender. Like he, he, he really is. He's a lockdown defender. You know that he he's had some really good offensive games too. Trust me. The thing that the the thing well he's, the thing about McBride is he's going to get more consistent as he gets more confidence over time. He's not going to play great every night. Just like that's the difference between superstars, stars, and players who are just who are good players in the NBA. They're still good. They just the difference between being a star and good is like when you are every night you can put twenty in the books. Those are the stars. I think Julius and Jalen Brunson should really, should really be an all star. Well, that's because Derrick Rose is an icon. You got, you got like I was. We were in Washington D.C. last night, and there was all kind of signs for Derrick Rose all over the stadium. Like he's a, he's a legend. Well, that's, that's why legends are allowed. That's why fans are are, are allowed to vote because that's. That they gotta show their appreciation for the players that that they love. Well, I mean that, it, yeah. Well, I don't think LeBron or KD are gonna be picking. They're they're gonna be appointed by the coaches. They they pick the team, but they don't. They pick the team. But they don't pick um, what you call it. Uh, 
Brooke, I got about I got about five seconds, girl. This is going way too long. <laughs> Give you, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the stat of the night, and then I'm gonna go. The best stat of the night is Jalen Brunson is third in the NBA and field goals made five to nine feet from the basket. First is Luka Doncic. Second is Bam out of Bayou, and third is Jalen Brunson ahead of Jokic and Kevin Durant. Appreciate the call. I'm gonna talk to you later. All right.